creator of all that is and that is to come. Us with grace and mercy, because you know us and love us, bring us peace. Amen. O God, who makes all things new, speak to us today. May your truth touch not just our intellects, but also our deep, deeper yearnings of heart and soul. We bring you our concerns, our hopes, and our dreams. May your love be known in us. Amen. Today's reading is from the Gospel of Luke, the 17th chapter. Once Jesus was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God was coming, and he answered, The kingdom of God is not coming with things that can be observed. Nor will they say, look, here it is, or there it is. For in fact, the kingdom of God is among you. Here ends the reading. Good morning. Great morning. What's the difference? I come into this homily worried that the time limit will be like a diet soda, half the flavor in a warped sugar rush. That means I need you to do me a favor so the flavor is more like a shot of espresso. Can I hear you say, I'm here? I'm here. Can I hear you say, I'm here right now? I choose to believe you, that you're fully present. I want you to shake the dust off the morning, the week, the month, and I'll know you're open to digging in. Go ahead, shake it off a little bit. And once you do that, I know that you'll be here. Can I hear you say, I'm with you? I'm, I'm going to need that to be true. And so are you. We're at an institution of higher education. Can I hear you say, higher? What I like about higher is that we aren't at highest education. Can I get an amen? amen. Lovemattersmost.com. That's where Don left us last week, a website unclaimed with the question of why when the good dot-coms are all supposed to be taken, this remains uncharted digital territory. Stepping away from websites online, who do we visit to show love and support? How do we show that love when we know it's needed most? Who is known and loved, and how do we make sure they know that we know what's going on and we lovingly support them with our actions as friends, family, advocates, allies, and chefs? Talking with Pastor Scott, he explained the temperament of Lutherans when it comes to uncomfortable topics where conflict may arise. Let's say if a student feels conviction to stand for something, the response of some Lutherans would be, we'll work the barbecue. <laughs> I can also attest from my high school years being in community theater at St. Mark's Lutheran Church in North St. Paul, Minnesota, Lutheran potlucks were alive and well. Asked to be out on the front lines, it's a startled and a gracious uh, pass. It's a favorite pastime to be sure the only pot that's stirred is in the kitchen, even though Martin Luther famously stirred Catholicism. Pastor Scott also noted Lutherans stay longest at a table where things get messy. What does this mean? 
There's another phrase I've heard many a time, and it applies to me today. There are things weighing heavy on my heart. All told, I had another chapel speech fully written since early August regarding known and loved, and it wasn't enough for us today. I knew that, and out of my love for you all, I wrote this last night. Two days ago, I attended an RA program called Lettuce Taco About It, where senior RA Chris Aguilar served brisket tacos, chip squawk, and salsa while sharing about and asking residents about diversity and its importance, about national, nationalism's potential for toxicity and the damage of stereotypes. Listening to the presentation, Chris then impromptu turned to me and said, I'm glad you're here because I was actually hoping you would talk to me or talk to everybody about colorblindness. He added something like, you have all the right words to say about it. As a student affairs professional, this is part of our wheelhouse. I said absolutely and explained that many people, myself included, were conditioned to believe in being colorblind or not to see racial differences, which, whether or not it's intentional, ignores and therefore denies individual cultures and history while promoting homogeneity or sameness. What I hear at the heart of being colorblind is nobody should be treated differently or discriminated against, ignoring what's known, focused on, loved. The United States are often mistakenly referred to as a melting pot, blending together as one culture. As it's also been cited, we are more accurately a mosaic, each individual bringing the integrity of themselves, experiences, values, cultures to a great compilation of us all. These are not big steps, yet they alter our relationships and the way we know and love each other. One of my favorite paraphrase quotes regarding this is to achieve harmony, you need different notes. Who's heard of the golden rule? Treat others as, as what? As you would like to be treated. Anyone heard of the platinum rule? Treat others as they would like to be treated. I'm going to shift and ask for us to bring it right back here in this space on this campus. Dane Rowley shared with me his favorite greeting that he's learned in his travels is to put your hand over your heart while your eyes meet. Look to your neighbor, hand over your heart while keeping eye contact. Give it a try. There's sincerity there. The depth of humanity felt through a gesture like I had rarely felt before. Hand over your heart as your heart beats and your lungs breathe, a rhythmic reminder we are alive, reminded of the fragility of existence the sanctity of it, the majesty of bringing yourself here to the present. It is known that we live in a turbulent present. Our lives are well loved, and how about our neighbors? Among a dizzying amount of tragedies happening globally, thematic to this incident and otherwise, an unarmed black man's vehicle stalled in a country road and two cameras picked up an image of him being shot and killed while his hands were raised to the sky. NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick sat on the bench during the national anthem during the preseason, met with a Green Beret, Nate Boyer, to compromise in his protest and take a knee instead to show support for our military and their sacrifices while still using his leadership, bringing attention to the frequent devastating injustice of these fatal incidents. In response, people have burned his jersey, called to boycott the NFL, and wanted him off their team with nowhere near as sweet of language as I've shared. A picture that's currently circulating online right now shares, take a knee, everybody riots. Take a bullet, everybody's quiet.
Who is known and loved and how do we know it? Gold or platinum? If the first instinct is to blame any black person instead of mourn that they have died, there's a detachment from black people as human beings in the recognition of their lives lost. We shouldn't need to hear how great, important, and vital these influential people were to their communities for it to register that they mattered. Though it sure paints a picture of the suffering and fury at these injustices of someone so beloved taken away from unconscious bias due to their appearance. You're called to love thy neighbor. Writer John Halstead shares this. Now some white people might say that singling out black people's lives as mattering somehow means that white lives don't matter. Of course, that's silly. If you went to a breast cancer awareness event, you wouldn't think that they were saying that other types of cancer don't matter, and you'd be shocked if someone showed up with a sign saying colon cancer matters or chanting all cancer patients matter. So clearly something else is prompting people to say all lives matter. How do we know someone on this campus is loved and how are we showing that love? In a few occasions, I've spoken with students of color on this campus who don't feel anyone would join them if they protested or even began a campus-wide discussion about issues that matter to them because of their identities. Not wanting to voice something so personal to them, yet feel their opportunities here and after would be hindered from engaging, sharing, and making our university an even better place for all students to truly call home. To prepare leaders for a global society, these are conversations we need to be having with each other to show that they matter. When I asked those students at the event on Tuesday night to shout out a number of how many people they would feel comfortable talking about these different topics of diversity, racism, sexism, prejudice, and privilege with, I heard a few say two, two, three, four, two, two. So people are talking about these things, but it's not everybody together yet. Out of knowledge of current events and loving each other, I encourage engagement with these difficult topics, beginning from a place of compassion and support. We know that it's a road less traveled, and that makes all the difference. All the difference. We make a difference choosing the road less traveled by. Thank you, Robert Frost. I hope that's a new angle on something you all believed you had known. Although it's been referenced, I want to say it and show its integrity, like the mosaic, as being important to our students, our communities, our nation, and our world, black lives matter. We have permission to grow, develop, and change. Charlie Chaplin paraphrases the Bible in his movie, The Great Dictator. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not in one man nor a group of men. It is in all men, in you, the people. I started by shouting, good morning, great morning, asking what's the difference? Did you know? Are you thinking about it? What's the difference between you today and you yesterday? Do you know? Are you thinking about it? What's the difference between you now and you at the beginning of this homily? Do you know? Are you thinking about it? Your attitude, your permission, your worthiness, your call. It's your call to accept the gifts given of being known and loved and to share this knowledge and love with more people. That's real. That's known. That's loved. Go. Do. Make a difference as family, friends, advocates, allies, and chefs. Thank you.
you, God, for every prayer we have prayed, every song we have sung, all the actions of kindness we have done or have yet to do, all the mercy you have poured on us. Thank you for all the joy you bring for this time of worship, for a walk of faith where you lead and we follow, this day and forever.